The Good Things Guy is the home of everything good. And The Good Things Guy is also Brendan Q. And The Good Things Guy also has a very, very cool podcast on Jackpot every single Tuesday at 7 a.m., but we'll talk about that now now. But The Good Things Guy is also the friend of The Love Song Show, and his name is Brendan Q. Hello, friend. Hello, friend. Happy it's Monday. It's been a while. It has been a while, but you, I mean, you have been standing in for other shows and you've been really flipping busy. And also, um, there was this slight other thing that was going on uh, called a global pandemic. So yes. I get it. Um, we've been busy. <laughs> I'm sorry, but listen, I have to tell you, Brendan, if you have an Apple and if you have joined this new app called Clubhouse, if you haven't yet, let me know. I've got six invites, so I can invite you. But Brent has started with Nick from Rubber Duck um, and a couple of other great human beings. He started this thing every morning, every single morning. He does wake up South Africa. And I've got to tell you, the last few days, I have not been in the best mind space. And to wake up with Wake Up South Africa, it kind of, you walk away from it and you're like, yeah, I'm okay now. I'm good. This was good. I'm ready. I'm ready for this day. Danny, that makes me feel really happy and thank you. Yeah, Clubhouse is such a bizarre app. Um, it's a social media space that was launched last year, but it really started gaining traction at the end of uh, sort of 2020 when Elon Musk and Oprah Winfrey and Ashton Kutcher and all these people jumped onto it. And basically, it's kind of like sitting in a social media group, like a Facebook group, except there's no pictures, there's no video, there's no text, it's just sound. And you're kind of listening to someone's conversation. It's like listening to a phone call. But then that phone call becomes from two people to 10 people to 20 people, whoever's on the stage. And what we decided to do, uh, it started off with um, Nick from Rubber Duck and myself. We just wanted to share some motivation. There was no sort of South African presence on the app and we somehow caught onto it early. It's been going for three weeks now. Our group is just growing and growing. And the biggest thing we're trying to do is to get South Africans feeling better about themselves, about the country, about their neighborhoods, about their friends, just feeling a little bit more inspired. And it's been such a great journey for me as well. Um, yeah, super cool. Thanks for, and you are there. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I am there. I don't often speak because I'm still a bit nervous. So I I have a, a group that I I'm very desperately keen to start, but I I'm I'm so nervous about like actually starting it. So I think you should. I think I mean you're brilliant on air. You are the voice of the night times with Jacaranda. It's, no, I like mean, now are- now it's like not just. It's not just this radio thing. Now it's like your actual opinions. And I feel like that's a very scary space to be in because we've been told for the longest time, your opinion doesn't matter. You don't have one. You're a public figure. Mm, it's, tough. it's tough. It's but tough. For me, for me, I just try and I try and I try to focus on what's good and, and sort of, yes, there's things going on in South Africa. Um, I, I basically take my job and what I do every day and yeah. I just put that into an audio format, which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's, it's one of the best ways to wake up and on a Friday there's a really lack of playlist. So if you have Clubhouse, if you don't have Clubhouse, um, tell me, I'll invite you. But if you do have Clubhouse, go and find Wake Up South Africa every single morning. Wake from- up South Africa. From seven, right? Seven. Uh, eight o'clock. We do. We it used to be from seven uh, the first week, but what we realized is seven is just too early for everybody. <laughs> so we moved to eight. It's eight, eight, eight o'clock every day. 
8 o'clock every single day. Right. So other than Clubhouse every single day, Brenda Dickie also has, I mean, this very small unknown little website called The Good Things Guy, where you get all of your good things. And it is the best place on the internet. I think actually you should tag it. That, that should be the tagline because it is the best place on the internet. Because no matter how you feel or what's happening in the world, there is always only good things on goodthingsguy.com. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I've got the best job in the world. I get to submerge myself every day in the good things that are happening in South Africa and the globe. And I get to tell those stories um, to South Africans, expats, anybody who's visiting the website. And I'm just so thankful for all the readers, all the people who love the website. Uh, my Danny Painter, who gets who comes and visits it every day. I'm thankful for all of you that just continue to support this, this little idea I had a couple of years ago to start sharing good news with the world. It has to be part of your self-care. You know, you you can't always just be reading the doom and gloom about everything. You sometimes need to read about an elephant that got better or um, a dude that's saving tortoises or um, a cheetah. Do you know what I'm saying, Brent? Like, you know I'm here for the animal stories. But there are also incredible human stories there and stories that are going to just make you feel a little bit better about the world. And one of these stories, Brent, um, all over the world, people are pushing for a plastic-free environment, right? And I think there's a country, uh, was it Sweden, Switzerland, that banned plastic altogether already. And they're kind mm-hmm. of like ahead of the curve. And I've, I know this is going to land so badly, but I've always gone, could never be us. How are we ever going to do? We consume everything with plastic. But I see now um, that you published a story about this. Yeah. So, I mean, one of the things that, that we need to be cognizant of, and I think that's where that, um, that perspective comes from that you have is like, how are we ever going to win the war against plastic? If you remember just, I mean, it must've been maybe 15, 20 years ago. Um, people used to joke, many South Africans, I mean, at least in my circle, used to joke about the fact that our national flower was the plastic bag because you could just, the plastic bags were everywhere. They were absolutely everywhere. If you were driving in the street, there were just plastic bags sort of laying around. Yeah. And somehow the country, I mean, we, we started implementing paying for your plastic bags at um, the, the grocery stores. And we have kind of won that wall. You don't see as many plastic bags lying around anymore. So, yeah, um, it might seem incredibly tough to overcome uh, or, or to live in a world without plastic, but one day it could be possible. Until then, there's companies that are doing the most. And one of the companies is Safropol. They're one of Africa's leading um, polymer producers and marketers. And they've officially signed this pledge called Operation Clean Sweep. And it's, it's all about using plastic more responsibly, being clean, and, and you know making the world a better place. One of the things that we can do Um, right now as South Africans is use plastics that are recyclable. And I know you're like, "Uh, what does that mean? Well, if you're using plastics that are recyclable, that means that less new plastic is being added into the process, which is ultimately better for our environment. So so to see um, big, big, big producers of plastic starting to change the narrative around plastics and whatever their 
whatever their plans are. They've got plans to not have any plastic leak into the environment and to stop this uh, plastic pellet problem, the, the nurdles that we have. They've got all these plans to stop that, which is great, but they're changing the narrative as well. And I think that's more important than anything. 100%. Every time you say something about the noodles, I'm like, how can something so detrimental to the environment have such a cute name? And I always, <laughs> like, every time you say noodle, I'm like, <laughs> but I guess that makes it memorable, right? The noodles. Go to the beach noodles. to pick up noodles. You got you to gotta go to the beach and pick up noodles. Actually, I think I'm going to go do that. I, I need a holiday. Okay. So from plastic um, and from, you know, you know, just quickly on this, um, I think it's also as simple as buying a couple of those bags at the shop at the end of the month when you buy your groceries, like one or two every month. And then eventually you're not going to have to buy the plastic bags, right? And then also mm. like, buying a straw, a steel straw. So you don't have to use the paper straws that no one likes, but you have a straw. I think it's all of these little things, buying a glass bottle instead of a plastic bottle. Um, Slowly, slowly over time, like nothing happens overnight. Slowly, slowly over time, you, just you as a person can make a massive imprint on this. Well, here's, here's something very interesting. So I love fitness. I love exercise. I love going to the gym. I love getting out there and, and being healthy. And it's, it's always been a part of my adult narrative. As a child, I hate it. But growing up, that's, that's certainly been a part of who I am. And just recently, I would say in the last six months, I've ditched all those gym bottles. I don't buy gym bottles. I don't use gym bottles. I use glass. I've got a glass bottle that goes with me everywhere. And I just feel like it's so much better for the environment. Um, It's so much better than than buying new plastic bottles every year or every two years or when they start to look a little bit iffy. The glass lasts forever. And it's, it's an easy way for me to keep water cold. I don't know if you know, but when you put water in a glass bottle and put it in your fridge, it keeps it so cold. So for me, that's a bonus. And that's one small change that I've made, which is actually quite a big change. I have no more plastic gym bottles in my house. I'm here for this. I think I should do the same thing. I'm I'm very guilty of a plastic gym bottle. I'm not going to lie to you because I take water everywhere. And the, the one or two times that someone's gifted me a glass one, it has not ended well. <laughs> I'll say this, and this is not a pun. I'm not being paid for this, and neither are you. But console glass have got these great bottles that they created. Um, it's got like a little silicone thing around it, which is cool to hold it. Um, but they come in two sizes, and the one size fits perfectly in a car, in a car cup holder. So there's an interesting fact for you. I love this. Okay, done, 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 done. Right, moving on. Still kind of in the same way, in the same vein, though. Um, this makes me happy because. I, I've been talking a lot during lockdown about how creativity can help you um, help all of us actually, because, you know, when you're being creative, you're thinking less about you and more about creating. And it's also a really great way to get out anxieties and fears and depression and all of these feelings that we're feeling. Now national geographic have launched a competition for creatives in South Africa for South Africans. So, so exciting. It's a photographic competition. And I don't know if you saw, Danny, but that article photo is actually mine. So I put this beautiful photo of Johannesburg on the, on the article. And um, that photo itself, I mean, I can't enter because I use my photography in Good Things Guy, which can be seen as editorial. Uh, so, so I'm not an amateur. But yeah. um, National Geographic have launched this this. Uh, 
sort of campaign called Explore with Nat Geo. And it's a photo competition that runs from yesterday to the 3rd of April. Um, there's an epic, epic prize worth over 70,000 Rand and a couple of other prizes of phones and all sorts of things that they're giving away. But what's really cool is they just want amateur photographers. They want you to take your photos where you believed you caught the epic in every day in South Africa and send it into them. All the information is available on the Nat Geo website or you can get it on Good Things Guy. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's simple. Entries, you have to be over the age of 16. You cannot be a professional photographer. So if you have a blog or you're posting a photo somewhere, then you can't enter. It's got to be amateur. Um, it's only open to residents of South Africa and the photos need to be unedited. So mm-hmm. no Instagram filters for you. Uh, but you stand a chance of winning a really cool prize. And, and, you know, who doesn't love money right now? I love money. I was actually thinking um, I would maybe enter but then I, I I saw the filters thing and I was like, I'm not so sure now. <laughs> I don't know how to take a photo without a filter at this point in my life. You'd be fine. I'm sure you'd be fine. <laughs> okay. But speaking of um, photography, there is another one, another article in Good Things Bad that I really wanted to talk to you about because this for me is so important. I'm always all about a side hustle. And there is an article in Good Things Guy that's titled, How to Side Hustle Your Way into 2021. Now, we need income, right? Everyone is struggling. Everything is going up. Um, More things are costing more and less money is coming in. So we all need a side hustle. How are we creating one in 2021, Mr. Linda Q? Right. So um, he has a crazy story that I'm going to tell you before we even get into this. But Good Things Guy was a side hustle. And it was a side hustle without even knowing that it would become a business one day, like a proper fully fledged newsroom. I owned an agency, uh, sort of sponsorship um, sports uh, events agency. It's still alive and kicking today. But in between that, I started sharing one good news story every day. What then happened is I became absolutely besotted with sharing those good news stories. And I wanted to grow the platform and I wanted to share more good news stories. I wanted to hire journalists to be doing the same thing. And and that side hustle slowly but surely became a real business. And what's quite interesting is that was seven years ago, right? So it took a long time for it to become something, but it started somewhere. And I think that's that's a huge thing for me is if, if you're doing something that you absolutely love, it's such a cliche thing to say, but it's so true. It really is. Not, it's not work. If you're doing something that you love, it's not work. So this, this guide um, to making additional income during the pandemic, or maybe even just into the future, it basically has four steps. And the first is to take a look at your financial situation. So, you know, you got to you got to look at how much money is coming in, how much money you have in the bank. Do you have money to put aside? Do you have time to put aside? Do you have time to maybe work at night or whatever to to the side hustle? So, you have to look at your financial situation. Um there was an interesting post the other day where someone asked uh are you I think it was Al Brody actually asked are you saving money right now? And everybody, many, not everybody, many people replied going, how can we save? We, I mean, we're just trying to get by at this moment. And I thought about it for a couple of days. I didn't reply. But once I thought about it after a couple of days, I realized I took a step to saving money without actually saving money. And I'll tell you how. I got rid 
of things that I was no longer using, but still paying for. And one of those was my gym contract. And you might not realize that I might not be putting money away, but I was saving that money by not paying it to someone else for a service that I was no longer using. You know what I mean? So there's different ways of looking at things. So the first, the step one is to take a look at your financial situation. Step two is take the time to put everything in order. And I think that's, that's important. Um, sometimes we might want to do a side hustle, but then we land up playing PlayStation for four hours. Mm-hmm. And, and PlayStation can be a side hustle if you've got a good Twitch account, but, but you'd have to be really good at gaming. So make sure that you put time aside to actually work on what it is that you're trying to build, the side hustle. The third is identify your goals. And I actually want to change that word to intentions. Identify your intentions. What is your intention? What do you ultimately want to achieve? Understanding where you want to go will help you get there. And the fourth is start small and don't invest right away. I started small with good things, guy. I was writing one good news story every day. It took up exactly maybe 30 minutes of my day. And, and that's how this thing that now has millions of readers was born by just starting small. Yeah. I think we forget that. I think with us being mostly millennial, right? I think it's very difficult. We don't, we're an instant gratification generation. And yeah. I, like, as soon as like, I know I go to the gym and I want to have lost five kilograms because I went to the gym. I, like I worked. So I think, I think we need to learn that like, and we've said this before today, the, the good, the better it is, the longer it's going to take, but the longer it takes, the longer it lasts. He has, he has another crazy example that I'll give you quickly. And again, I'm on this fitness thing at the moment. So just bear with me. But um, last year during lockdown, when we couldn't exercise and we couldn't really get out, I was running every day. And when I first started, it was like a run walk, not a run. Let's not call it a run. That's, that's overachieving a jog walk. So I would jog a little bit. I'd walk a little bit. I'd jog a little bit. I'd walk a little bit. And within a couple of months after doing this every day, I got to a point where I was running a full 12 kilometers without stopping. The reason I'm telling you this is because you could do it too. Anybody could do it. You just have to have an intention, start small, start with a run walk, a jog walk, and every day you'll get a little bit better. Here's the reality. I stopped that. So in, in the middle of lockdown, when sort of, gyms opened again. And, and whenever those, I think it was towards the end of last year, I sort of stopped running and I was focusing more on getting back into training and I, I lost my running fitness. And two weeks ago, I, I started again, jog, walk, jog, walk, jog, walk. And I can say today is the 21st day that I've jog walked. And today I got to four kilometers. So I can't get to 12 kilometers. I know I'll get there again, but I'm just starting small again. And every day I go a little bit further and, um, and that's what you need to do. I think that's a really great analogy. I need to learn this and I need to listen to this more and more and more because I look at you and I'm like, ah, oh, but I mean, he's already fit. So it's fine. It's easy for him. But I get, we, we all forget everyone starts where everyone starts, whether it's yeah. good or running, we all start at the same place. Yes. 
Right. I have been talking about planting um, a veggie garden on my pavement instead of grass forever. And I just saw this article and I wanted to talk about this because this is so important to me. A city that just creates the largest free food forest in the world and what we can learn from this and how maybe we can implement this. So the biggest thing for me, this story um, came across my desk and I was like, do I tell it? Because it's not from South Africa, it's from Atlanta. In Atlanta, they've created what has now been dubbed the largest free food forest. And I love that they're not calling it like a a charity or a donation. It sounds so exotic, a free food forest. But it's seven acres of medicinal and fresh produce that you as a human being can come and collect as much as you want whenever you want, if you are needy. And it's working. This is the thing, right? It's working. People are not going there and taking too much. They are taking just enough, just what they need. They've also had a lot of volunteers. So people who are taking the food are now also assisting in growing the food. And it's all done on this basis of humanity and kindness and looking after each other. I would absolutely love to implement this in South Africa, in Johannesburg. I would love to create a massive food forest that can help South Africa. And here's the thing, right? So we put the post up and it's a a great story to celebrate, but we did have a bit of negative backlash. There were people going, this will never work in South Africa. People will steal the food and they will, I don't know, take all the carrots and then sell them. And you know what I have to say to that? It is already working in South Africa. The community food gardens that people are putting on their lawns and their verges, people are not overtaking, over-consuming or stealing. They're taking just enough to feed themselves. And isn't that beautiful within itself is that we can self-regulate and we can help each other. Imagine if every single South African had a full belly when they went to bed tonight. Mm. I, you know, and I think that that's something that we forget about, um, especially now in a global pandemic. Everyone is so focused on themselves, and and that's not a bad thing. And getting themselves, keeping themselves going and okay, and keeping their families okay. But I think that we often forget that there are people who don't eat a meal a day. It's tough, and that realization is very hard to fathom. I remember in the beginning of lockdown. Um, I mean, I've I, my, my Facebook is is very busy. I, I try and post an inspirational something or a thought a thought starter every single day, so that we can just maybe feel better, change our perspective, look at things differently. And at the beginning of lockdown, I wrote something along the lines of, there are millions of people going hungry right now. And there was quite a few people going, how dare you say millions? Like, how dare you pull out that number? It's never millions. And and then when the stats started coming out, the real stats, and it was more than millions, it was 10 millions. There were millions and millions of people in South Africa that don't eat every day. And that's, that's a reality that's hard to perceive, but it is real. And if we could create something like this in every city, uh, in every town, if we had free food forests that were able to feed the hungriest of the hungry, then the, our country would be a better place. And it wouldn't, I don't think it would change the aspect of like, the normal day-to-day middle to upper class shopper. They would still go get their their farm ingredients at their local at their local favorite. Yeah. But this would help 
those in need get the sustenance that they need. Yeah. And also just, just one more thing on, on the naysayers. Um, everyone's opinion is valid and obviously that they're allowed to have theirs. But from what I've seen over the past couple of weeks, months, um, when people are people who have avo cheese or peach cheese or whatever, and they're putting the peaches and the avos outside so that the people can take from there. I've seen a lot of those people come back and say, the next door neighbor has not started doing that. Or someone took the peaches and made jam and put the jam back there. Mm. So there was different things and more people were giving of their time if, if they couldn't give of the peaches. And I just think that, like I always say, it forces a good snowball. Totally, totally. I'll add something to this. So just as a human being, um, growing your own food, whether it's for someone else or for yourself, there is nothing more rewarding. I got a little, little, little herb garden um, that I've seen it. quite some time. I got it for Christmas um, and it's quite beautiful. It's got like uh, infrared lights in it. So it helps the little herbs grow. Let me tell you, using my own little tomatoes, my lettuce, my basil, my rosemary. Thank you so happy. Uh, Oh, it's so rewarding. Yeah. It is so, so rewarding. To eat food that you have created is just one of the most beautiful, beautiful things. And I, and this little herb garden, it's ignited something within me. I am now planning on putting a full vegetable garden in my garden so that I can start living off the earth. Oh, you have to. There's, there's, there's something incredibly deeply connective about us and the soil and where we come from. And when you're getting in it and you're getting dirty and you're planting those seeds and then you watch them grow and then all of a sudden those seeds become a tomato or a green bean or, or a basil and you can go outside and pick your own thing to eat your own thing and you know where it's come from and how much you loved it. It not only connects you to your food, but it also makes you really think about where all your other food comes from and how much work and love and time has gone into whatever's on your plate. Yes, this conversation makes me happy. And I'm so excited to start that project. I haven't started yet, but you are inspiring me <laughs> to get my hands dirty today. Oh my gosh, I'll come help you. My veggie garden is thriving. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You can see my tomatoes from space, I think, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I want to come eat salad at your house, please. Please come and eat all the salad, all the veggies. You can eat everything. Brendan, I love hanging out with you on a Monday. Um, I promise to try and be better and do this more Mondays. But, I mean, life happens, but we'll try. We'll try. We, we will try, and that's, that's as good as it gets. I want to leave all the listeners with this. No matter what commandments, sutras, religions, or spiritual practices you follow, if you choose love, you will win. In fact, we all will. It's that simple. Be kinder. Love louder. Only good things.